Actual recording is higher quality. It's so funny that it says that. I love that. Because oh it God. is. <laughs> the sound has changed. Sorry, y'all. I sound like an ashtray. I've been at homecoming, in the words of Stephanie. <laughs> I wish I was at homecoming. When I get to go to homecoming? <laughs> when, are, when I get there? God. What you was doing then at homecoming? Let me live vicarious. Because let me tell y'all, y'all know Muse is king of the content. He was giving the streets nothing like it was people were getting like three posts a day on stories and it wasn't even like 10 it was just like a quick photo <laughs> uh you're not the only one who was missing out on the content doll several people reached out to me like you're not posting are you sure you went away right because y'all know how muse be postino <laughs> postino is funny <laughs> I want to make a reel. That's the only reason that I didn't post a whole bunch of stuff. Because you know pictures were taken. The content was coming in the back end. Come on. Basically, you're going to get it regardless. But <laughs> you just going to get it early. It was giving living the moment for a I change. love that for you. Because the phone be out at all times. <laughs> Time of my life. I love LA. Like The goal is by coastal living by any genes necessary. I do not care. Before, like, 36, it needs to give that. You what, 34 now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how so you I don't... Just, I be forgetting that you're not our age, so I need to confirm exactly how old you is, because I don't know. I don't know how old my friends is. I don't know where y'all work. Like That's what we was talking about. Don't nobody know what nobody do. We just know we can pay the bill at the end of the night for the food. That's why Ebony Williams was blowing me talking about she ain't gonna get with a man that drive a bus unless he own a bus company. And I'd be like, I really don't even know what people do for money. I don't like my friends could really be felonious boo because I have no idea what y'all do. Like, what do y'all do? I only know what Dre where Dre work at because he'll say it. Yeah. But like, I don't know what he do there. He don't either. That's the thing. <laughs> and that's why I asked me what you do. Hello? Where you work at? Hello? I can't tell you a thing, baby. And I talk to Muse all day and night. I talk to Muse in my sleep. <laughs> on all platforms. She's not lying. Can't the, tell you a thing. The crazy thing is, people don't know that I have a job. See? And it, I'm okay with it at this point. I used to work at USA Today, and one of my coworkers was like, oh my God, my friend knows you. He didn't know that you worked for me, though. She was like, he said, I didn't know he had a job. <laughs> What? And then, like, last week, my homegirl, I told her I was coming downstairs late because I had to finish a work call. She was like, you got a job? <sighs> See? Jerome was like, wait, you thought he was a scammer this whole time? She was like, I mean, I don't know who could have been. That ain't that ain't weird. Listen. And the thing is, you do text back fast there than people that got jobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, get, I get the confusion of the people. And I be on Twitter more than people that are employed. Meanwhile, so, I got like four jobs. At all times. <laughs> work, y'all. <laughs> and we run a podcast. And run a podcast. Given Tommy, you ain't got no job. <laughs> I'm 
crying because really, what is it giving? When I be seeing people, they be like, "How's it in Weeksville?" Child ain't been there since 2019. <laughs> 2018. Ain't been there since 2018. The girls really don't know when you up and leave a job. Like they know one company. The resume has shifted, girlies. Like <laughs> been gone from there. Somebody yeah. was like, "You still at USA Today?" Bitch, that was five jobs ago. <laughs> My college coach was trying to get some Aga in Weeksville last week, and I was like, I don't work there no more, babe. <laughs> so I'm the wrong one to try to get some gossip from. Listen, I ain't one to gossip, so you ain't heard that from me. Listen. Kim Wayne's the doll. <laughs> the fact that me will always last so bad because she looked like, and that character is this lady in Live Across You from Jackie named Miss Pearl. And she looked just like Miss Pearl. And that's really how Miss Pearl be. She used to be like, you would see her finger or her window. And she got her little blondes moved to the side. Because she had the long ones, not the horizontal ones. And she just be looking out that window all day. I don't like people like that. Like, all right, Miss Pearl. You know who's like that? AARP. Oh, I was going to say Ryan. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Because Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Oh, my God. I live for Ryan, my dog. But yes, LA was a time. Right, I'm we... like, what were we talking about? Yes, tell us all about LA. What you eat? Did you go to get that Skeddy's? Somebody shut up. That's what you spoke. That was your main job to go get Skeddy's from. I'm never going back there again. I told you once was enough. It's not good. Like, Rihanna is lying to everybody. And or there is a secret menu and a secret chef. The wine wasn't even on that. I was just like, girl, what is it? But, I mean, maybe the girls like a little bland food. I don't know. I'm not going back. We did go to Malibu, where that restaurant is, but we were at a winery. Mind you, I, again, sound like a Jasmine Sullivan run because haven't been unable to stop laughing. Like, I laughed more in L.A., and y'all know that I'm like, a hey, laugh. So I laughed than usual the whole time I was there, like more than a whole year so far. And I was like, why is everything so fucking funny? Was you high? Not the whole time. Oh. <laughs> I can't even blame it on the liquor, blame it on the drugs, blame it on the ah, 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 ah. <laughs> who got the hookah? Who got the bottles? <laughs> Questions that need to be answered, honestly. I'm ready to light one now. <laughs> Who got the hook? Well, you got the hook, and today I got the bottle. We got the ah ah ah. Listen, the the cast is the ah ah ah. I want a cast dream to hell. I got things to say. Because as for days is my song for the summer. Oh, let's talk about it. We still have to talk about that. (laughs) I haven't heard that yet, so that's why I was serious about let's talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Listen to her, her most recent uh, mixtape. I'm pretty sure only me and Dre have like committed every word to memory on well, it. That's fine. Uh, Dre probably only listened to that and Bryson Tiller. He was playing so much Bryson Tiller when I was in LA. I know really? you hate me. Dre loved Bryson Tiller. I'm shocked at the ball. <laughs> shocked at the ball is funny. You sound like my mom. My girl. Janine loved to be shocked at a ball. Hey, me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> back to LA right so Fab Winery um, happy birthday Alex this is your episode girl 
I don't know. It just is always a good time when I go to LA. I feel like I live a very fast paced life or as fast paced as DC will allow, probably faster than DC will allow, honestly. And every time I go to LA, it just like evens everything out, slows me down. I still be having a ball, but it's just calmer. It's like not as hectic. I don't feel like I'm rushed to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I'll be on time for stuff. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's just a different set. So I would like to incorporate at least three months out the year. I probably said this on the cast before, but at least three months out the year need to be dedicated to law because <laughs> I need to get out of the cold weather when it's cold. And it's not like you have to go into work, so. <laughs> right. My new manager literally was like, I mean, well, I'm not in D.C., so I don't care where you are. Perfect, bitch. Where he at? Uh, she's in New York. Oh. But I'm also still working with Sorry my own mis- manager. for misgendering your boss. Oh, uh, I don't think that she cares. She's not a trans doll. I can't say that? I don't know. Okay. I don't want to get us canceled, but it'll be me before it be Steph. <laughs> you gotta know yourself. <laughs> Self-awareness is fucking key. It's no shame. <laughs> I love when stuff is key. <laughs> Speaking of keys, let's key. Didn't you go to some shows? <laughs> I did. So um, I went to see Mac Airs on a little Zay night. Oh, love that for us. Um, very cute, fabulous night. Um, you know, I'm having some um some bodily challenges. So oh I got God. to sit in the handicap section. Fab. We need to get a sticker. <laughs> Listen, don't. No, for real. It's <laughs> I'm ash- milking the shit out of this. Like I'm having a ball. Like <laughs> we um, know. shout out to handicap community. Um so fabulous seats since I was in the ADA section. Um Mac <laughs> is him. I don't really know what to say really outside of that the set list was a perfect mix of old and new i was shocked that he didn't do roses because that's such a big song for him Mm -hmm. um but yeah the show was great philly knew every single word um (laughs) it was this black couple that was aunting so crazy the whole show i like that and like they was probably like early 30s. Like it was no way they was above 34, but they were just like aunting. Like y'all know when like your aunt that got her little man, they go down to the Atlantic City or down to the capital, capital um jazz. Yes. And they just be all over their man taking selfies on the iPad. It was this couple like that down to the Mac, and they had to be 31 at the Max. I was crying. <laughs> You know that kind of black person that's not old, but because they spirit is so aunt, they look older than they is. Spirit is aunt is a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like, you know the young girls that's like kind of built like an aunt, so it makes yeah. them look older than they is. Yeah. And like, so she was kind of like heavy set or whatever, and he was a little slim. So you know how that you know how them kind of couples look. Well, because big girls love a skinny nigga. And vice versa. And they was in love. Y'all hear me? I mean, they was slow dragging, kissing the selfies. I, and you know, you know, the selfies was also looking crazy. Blurry boo. Yeah. <laughs> but it don't matter because they was in love, baby. I was like, y'all have a good time. But I was also on a Zay night. So it wasn't even jealous. You was on a what? I was like, I... 
<laughs> black people say stuff again is funny. I, I love black people be like, say it again. <laughs> oh, black people be wanting to re-laugh. Uh, the one laugh don't be enough for black people. I love that. And in DC, it's like they be joning, like, oh, do it again. <laughs> well, you know exactly what that means. You did something stupid. But Philly knew every single word. And he just was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Y'all been showing me so much love. Thank you. Oh, my God. Like, he was just very gracious and overwhelmed by all the love that the city gave him. But then I was in DC. So that was on Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had to be in D.C. for a retreat for a board that I'm on. And it just so happens that the Silver Spring Fillmore was across the street from the building the retreat was at. That's and funny. I seen a little piece of sign that said Mac Ayers. And I said, let me go down Ticketmaster and see. Them tickets was $28. I love that. Recruited our good friend Jermaine, friends to the show, and That's our other nice. former co-worker, Amaka. Hey, wow. And we went, had a ball, um, had seats because, you know, again, handicap section, work. <laughs> um, I've never sat down at the film ball. But the funny thing is, I was up on, on one leg because I was, okay. So, Mac was fab at, in Philly. Great show. But Mac in Silver Spring Fillmore was totally different. different. <laughs> what like, you so, so in Philly the crowd was mostly white and Asian in Silver Spring the crowd was 99% Negro <laughs> and varying brands of Negro like you had like the, the Earth Girls you had the I Wanna Grow Up and Be Solange Girls you had the Aunt and Uncles that was there Slow Dragon they, the like, actual Aunt and Uncles oh, okay. um it was just one girl. I kept calling her Rihanna because she was just giving Rihanna all night. My my friend Rihanna, Rihanna. My, my best friend Rihanna, not the singer. Um, Distinction is funny. Yeah, you have to clarify. Um, a whole bunch of like DC native boys because DC native boys have a very particular look, so you know which one, what they, who they, you know, whatever. Right. It was just a cross section of black in there, and they were standing like, and because so like. You know, black people like a whole bunch of Highland. So whenever he would do a run, the entire venue would just erupt. And you know, he Ooh. does nothing but runs. So the crowd was just screaming the whole time. And he would laugh and be like, oh my God, thank y'all. Like, because <laughs> he just was overwhelmed. And because the crowd was just going so hard and was screaming so hard and was singing so hard. And also, I think the venue size too. Like, we have a Fillmore in Philly, but they had it at a small at like our small indie venue for some reason mm. so i think also because it was a larger venue it was more people and it was more loud black people like yeah. the whole room was black so it was a very it was a different experience and he gave a different performance that makes sense feeding off the crowd dc is good yes. he yeah. went like when i tell you i thought you know how you be talking about that vein and lucky day neck it be popping out baby oh Mac, I thought he was about to have a stroke on stage because oh. he was just singing so hard because the crowd was just giving him so much. And then at one point, he was like, well, y'all sing. And then the crowd broke out into perfect pitch three-part harmony. I love that. I like when the, the audience is vocalist. But also, be careful, singer community. We don't need y'all to be unwell on stage. <laughs> 
Well, singing community was in the room. They was in the room. They turned it, and Mac was just overwhelmed. Like to the point where he did two songs in his encore. When in Philly, we only got one encore. Oh, he felt it. He said, "Black Lives Matter." I'm giving y'all two extra songs. Stop the show. So now I wanna. Um, now I know that for for Mac Ayers, I have to no shade. See him in a black city, but you know, um, coming in Baltimore in September is not off the table. Um, well, I'm that's my only option. The shade, no, is, I know, but I'm saying it's not off the table for me. Listen, so happy well, birthday to Muse. Look, okay, because it's like four days before my birthday, three days before my birthday. We could definitely start the celebration early <laughs> because I had tickets for this Mac show if I had known in advance that this was a thing and you was going to go, I could have just gave you my ticket because I still, I got the notification and started crying in the middle of the party in oh, LA. Oh, you ain't sell them or nothing? No, I totally forgot. Oh. How but much was they, was they in real life? Like, they was, they still was only like 29, 30. Oh. I just t- like, typed his name oh. in to confirm the date. I just put Mac Airs in Google and you know how Google now has a little thing that says people also ask and they have like a list of questions. Mm-hmm. The first question is, is Mac Ayers white? <laughs> people need to know. <laughs> and people have obviously been asking. <laughs> Instead of an old soul black man from somewhere below the Mason Dixon, the singer, scribe, and multi-instrumentalist was actually a 20-year-old white boy from Long Island. <laughs> people be so surprised on the internet. <laughs> Dude, shocked and appalled. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see. I'll, we'll, we'll probably be down to the Baltimore child. Yeah, I don't have no reason not to go. And I don't think it's going well, we still should talk about getting tickets soon because, like, stuff be selling out. Oh, you, you ain't get your tickets already? No. Uh, you already got yours? No. Because uh, we ain't talking as a family. Right. I love family talk, kitchen table talk, red table mm-hmm. talk. What was I about to say? Oh, and then me and Dre, friends of the kids, listen to um our dolls episode, our doll assessment episode with Dre. We went to um Blue Note in New York and we saw Alexandra Isley, the nightingale of R and B. A singer. What do, what do I say? Like a singer. You know how I went off when I saw her on this damn show. So the floor is yours. And I know. She sang for the people in the cheap seats. Like that lady sings. It's for me, she just she just be chilling. Mm-hmm. That's the part that blows me. It's like she really not, not a vein is showing. Like she's really chilling. Effortless. But the voice does it all. Yeah. Yeah. She was so great. She did a great mix of songs from all over the place. Everybody that you knew was singing along. She was like, "Oh yeah, I know these songs." Um, then some old man started yelling out. He was like, "He was like, meet me, take me to the moon. I want to hear, take me to the moon." Because oh you God. can yell at the blue note because it's small enough. She was like, "We gonna get there. I gotta take you to other places first. Meanwhile, the song he meant was into orbit. I was like, "That's not the name of the song, old head." <laughs> but when she got to um. Into orbit, she weaved in "Take Me to the Moon" from um, Frank Sinatra. Uh, okay, so right. right, she didn't do that 
when I saw her and who do I have to fight is what I want to know. Well, it's mix and match jealous because you're jealous that she didn't do Fly Me to the Moon in your part. And I'm jealous because she could only perform for like an hour and 15 minutes where you got her for like 10 days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no she had a residency in one night. Yeah, she definitely performed for like two point something hours <laughs> in D.C. I'm pretty sure that there was a curfew or like a, a time ordinance that she didn't abide by. Mama said, I'm outside, outside. <laughs> Ooh, same, Ari. You can be this ring light is ring light, and I'm sorry. I just had to call that out one more time. The skin is skinning, and they did the boy justice. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm trying to see Cali Ooch. I've been down to the Seat Geek Stub Hub. Ray is opening up for her, and I live for Ray. I don't know who that is. So, Ray, Giving where do girl, I even start? Not the the resale is still $117. That's cheap. Buy it. No, what? That is inexpensive for Cali Ooch's, I feel. She's in venues that. No, are original venues. tickets was probably like $40. You know how I am. If stuff don't cost a Rick Owens shoe, I might buy it. When I know how much the something cost previously, I'm not doing it. Like, I, I guess I, I mean I do get it, but if I go on there, as bad as I want to see Ray, I'm about to explain to y'all who that lady is. 117 is not crazy if she's at a place like Anthem in DC. If she was at the Fillmore. Or if she was at like Union Stage or somewhere smaller, then I'm like, okay, no. But I could swap down a hundred dollars for Callie Ooch. I don't feel like she famous enough to get a hundred dollars from me, but oh. it's resale in other cities for eighty dollars. The Fillmore in Detroit is eighty dollars. Canada yeah, sixty dollars. Who's going to the murder mitten to see anyone? I mean, if she if you live here. Child. Vancouver, Maybe. $40. Uh-uh. She can I get, get it. Callie could get $50 at most for me. I think she I paid 60 for Flow, so I'm all over the place. Really? Flow tickets was 35 but they sold oh. out immediately. Oh, Their okay. resale was double. See, that's sure. the thing. When I, if the, the resale, if I know how much something costs before, the resale got to be close to that or I'm not paying it. Because you're not cause I, you're not about to play me. Like You're not about to get me. You trying to get me, and nobody about to get me. Oh, she said, "Get you, got you. Give me huh. my guy. Get, 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 give me my guy." So wait, I might just wait till close to the time and see what the seats give, mm -hmm. because I do really want to see her now. Real quick, Ray is the doll that sings that song, Escapism. One of our fab pictures on Instagram is soundtracked by her, and. It might be the version that's on my page, but just go like and follow both accounts, child. So she's a British doll. She was a singer-songwriter set. She wrote on The Gift for Beyonce. She had a similar situation to like Kesha, where there was some higher power that was like manipulating and not paying her, and like a sexual assault was involved. Da 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 da. She was compared a lot to Amy Winehouse because of like drug abuse, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But there's this small YouTube clip. It's like maybe 30 minutes. It tells you everything that you need to know about 
where she came from, what she's about, who she is. She has a, a her first album is called My 21st Century Blues. Lovely project. It is basically a songwriter's intro to the world. Like, you know how Jasmine Sullivan's Fearless was, where it was basically a demo. Like, I can write all of these different types of songs, make me famous. It's the British version of that. She has songs where she sounds like Lily Allen, but then she has songs that sound like they should be on the Dirty Money album. So it's just like, she's a very versatile doll, and I'm glad that she's opening up for Cali Ooch because I think that their audiences have some cross-pollination. Check her out. She wasn't even in the now playing, but there you go. Oh, I just want the fantasy. Love it when you worship me. Same. Uh-uh. Callie, go down. Because that's not other thing. I've Jill in that same venue for 56. And Jill is Jill. at a higher level. Yeah. Cal. Her 117 and I gave Jillian the 56. Yeah. I see that. Now that's a good reason. Meanwhile. <laughs> now let's talk about that. Stab. I miss Azealia Banks. Ugh, come back to us, cheapy XO. <laughs> Doll world. <laughs> what else is up? Well, this is a, we just can, right? <laughs> this is the Kiki episode. We just can, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. nothing going on. I mean, there are some things to chat about for Muse with the News. Um, we didn't talk about it on the show yet, but we were actually on another episode of R&B Reps. Love them. Like, obsessed with them. Wow. We can't um, tell y'all everything because y'all got to watch the episode when it comes out. But You buy the album. <laughs> but we had a ball, and it's a really good episode. Y'all going to love it. Is I don't want to tell y'all what we was talking about, but me and Steph get into it about this specific doll. That was a highlight for me. Had a ball. <laughs> Love R&B reps. Make sure y'all are following them Sundays or for Catch That with R&B reps. Make sure you are following them on, Inst on YouTube, Instagram, but definitely make sure you're following those shows. And then also, too, JR World of Soul does his weekly new music. So make sure you're also watch um, following and subscribing on YouTube. I live. They also did an episode on this past Sunday about um, the Angelo debut album. Everything. I want some of yours. Huh. Okay. They went to death with one of my favorite songs on the album, All Right. Oh, I love that. That's all right. Mm. We made the misunderstanding. That's okay. That's okay. Just my girl. And now you man. Oh, just I'm. That's a song. Steph, uh, you must have been like yin 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 around my YouTube algorithm because I just heard that song the other day. It literally popped up on my YouTube. Um, you know the phones be listening, and um, I was po they posted about it. I was posting about because they they had a poll. They was like, "What's your favorite song from um the first album?" And um, I replied from our account. Um, all right, <laughs> yeah. Because it used to be me and those dreaming, but as I got older, it's really all right because we did misunderstand it. It's okay. Shut up. You know you gotta live through some things. And then stuff just start making sense. 
And if we don't see eye to eye, at least we tried. Been through too much to let all the little things get in the middle. Oh, oh, oh. Go off, Steph. Let me let you have a moment. Because everything's going to be all right. You got to know that. Also, are the people down there something in the water okay? Are they actually in the water? The festival is in the water. <laughs> I don't know what possessed Pharrell to switch it back to Virginia instead of it being in D.C. I got the inside scoop on why he, sent, he took it back. Oh, tell us everything. So the reason he took it out of Virginia Beach is because the cops killed his cousin. And yes, the cop I remember that. Jail. Yes. So he was like, oh, y'all playing. So then the city came back and moved some things around as they should have been. And that's when he was like, okay, y'all well, give my family a bone, I'll give y'all a bone. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense that I won't be mad because I really did want it to be in D.C., but I, when he announced that it was going to be in Virginia, I was like, oh, I can't do it. And... It was something weird about the rollout this year because they didn't announce a lineup until like a week before the show. Crazy. If you're not Coachella, you can't do that. That's how I feel. But can't Coachella even do that anymore? Well, I guess people that go to Coachella don't care about the music anyway. I don't know the I don't know the rules and the regulations. I just know Coachella historically will will do that and still get a good turnout. No, they I don't. don't. Coachella be having their lineups out early. No, but I mean, tickets be on sale before the lineup is hit and the tickets be cheaper before the lineup comes out. So that's how you get there for like mm -hmm. the low. Other festivals, I don't feel like they have that power yet. Like I wouldn't go to something in the water off of a whim without right. knowing. Like I wouldn't buy a ticket blind, mm. especially when the weather's as unpredictable as Broccoli City. So... <laughs> like you two, you you not that far away. Y'all should just merge them or something. I don't know. <laughs> At this part in time, but I don't know if I'm going to Broccoli City or not. Yeah, Eva, somebody need to give me free tickets. Y'all, y'all listen to the cast. <laughs> I know them Broccoli City boys. I don't really think I missed anything or something in the water. It's okay. I really enjoyed myself last year there, and I will go back. But this just wasn't my year. <laughs> in some very petty news, and like I haven't decided how I feel about it because, like, I like petty stuff. Kanye opened up a Yeezy storefront two doors down from the Adidas store. <laughs> Did he? Is that what he was doing in them leggings? Yes. Literally, that's what he was doing in them leggings. So, it's unconfirmed whether... <laughs> Kanye is crazy. It's unconfirmed whether it's a flagship store for retail, if it's an office, or if it's just, like, a showroom. But he had a very like low key affair, private event style runway show at that location, two doors down from Adidas on Melrose Avenue in LA this Monday in Lagoons. Don't know why he's bringing Jenkins back. Wombs though. So <laughs> you knew I had to. I just think that it's funny because I don't even know litigation wise if he's allowed to do certain stuff. I'm sure he still owns the name Yeezy, but this collection was called Yeezy Free. And in my mind, that could either mean Yeezy is free, like Yeezy is out of jail, and Adidas was the jail, because that sounds like how Kanye thinks, or it could mean Brother Yeezy Free. Yeah, <laughs> Or it could mean Yeezy Free, like he's about to just distribute clothes 
that Adidas was supposed to have for free. Because remember when he first got kicked out and he was like, well, I'm about to just sell all my samples for $20 each? No. It happened because I was down to the website trying to no, get I'm the- saying I don't remember because I don't be abreast with what he be doing. Oh, it's fine. Like I was saying, like, I'll do it for the cast. I'll take one for the team. It's fine. Oh, okay. Because if I was going to get that Gap hoodie before he was too problematic for me to support, I would have had it. <laughs> yeah. And more like pleasant news, I guess. Missy Elliott was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, finally. The doll is the well, first. Well, not yet. They haven't had the ceremony yet. They didn't have the ceremony yet, but it has been a lot of things leading up to it. Like, she's the first female rapper. I know we're not supposed to say female rapper, so like rapstress or lady rapper or woman in rap to get this award. Really, really happy for her. The doll deserves. Also, Chloe has updated her woman and man cover. Don't mind it. She went off at LA. Shout out to Missy for allowing the doll to do that. Wait, Chloe did what? Chloe, she has one minute man as a cover in her set list. It wasn't bad. Me saying it wasn't bad doesn't necessarily mean you will like it, though, now that I think about it. But I liked it. All I hear is, break me off, show me what you got. Wasn't you that said she sing like a ghost? No, I said she sing like Leoncine Price. Yeah, I remember that. But and somebody Mary said. Anderson is Operatica. <laughs> Somebody said, I am Jesse like, Norman. Uh, hear me, yodel. The people say, What's a goo to a goblin coming out of her voice? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a talk with myself that I, I and I realized I only like her singing voice when she sing her songs, but when she sing other stuff, it's it don't match. Yeah, I haven't seen her. It's crazy because they got famous for doing covers, <laughs> but I didn't like the covers, me neither. Because I don't, yeah. I don't like when singers. Singers, singing community, stop doing this. Stop singing the rap songs. I hate that. Like when all the girls wanted to sing like future, it's just weird. Stop singing. <laughs> it's just weird. Stop is a mood. Cause stuff be weird and I be wanting people to stop. <laughs> oh shit, this is a perfect segue. Timberland. Oh my god, it would be him. Timbaland played with the AI and then created his dream collaboration with the Notorious B.I.G. I told y'all that this shit was going to get weird. So we talked about AI and how creepy it can be on our last episode. But Timbaland introduced this, I guarantee you, like I bet $20. Timbaland only did this Notorious B.I.G. shit so that we won't be surprised when he makes a brand new Aaliyah album. Yeah, and I'm going to have to get him murdered, so. <laughs> Usually, I'm like, oh, this would be so bomb if they were on it. Like, But in this case, I'm just like, let these people rest. It's weird. Like, there is going to be an uprising in music because of the capabilities that just the general public now has to create songs with their voices. It's not going to go over well with people who want their coin. Look at what's happening with the writer's strike and TV. Another great segue. The dolls are upset. And my shows are getting paused. So I'm the dolls. I only watch reality and wig videos on YouTube, so I'm not personally affected, but I stand with writing community. As you should. I just think that it's crazy because as a just a viewer, you don't realize the back end or like the ins and outs of things. So these writers 
could have a hit show on Netflix, but because it's streaming, they don't get the residual money that like the CEO of Netflix or the the film company that that shot it or like the studio, like they literally get pennies in comparison to everybody else involved. The actors even will get money over and over and over again for syndication and things like that on TV. But the writers literally only get paid that first initial time for their writing. That's not fair because the head honchos at like Netflix and Disney Plus and Marvel Studios and HBO Max and shit, them niggas got more money than everybody. Dude. I want some. Hello? It would give it to the cast. <laughs> That's a hashtag. Because a lot Listen, of things need to be given to the cast. Miguel said, you got something that I want. Can you give it to me? <laughs> and you saw it streaming on all platforms. <laughs> I like the new Miguel song, but we not talking about that yet. We're going to get there because I like it too. But I love Miguel. And I literally was just saying that I needed him to come back to me. He's here. So, fashion's biggest night happened and the dolls look good. The Met is literally the talk of the town. People have been posting videos, clips, their own personalized, like, content. Like, the artists are still celebrating the Met, and it's a week later at this point, almost. Who were your faves? Who did you hate? Um, <clears throat> Amber Valletta, my aunt, queen mother. Um, one across children. Um, she looked amazing. All the time brown girls looked amazing. Oh. Um, Puma, Erica Badu's daughter, looked amazing after she finally posted a photo of her full look because she was like covered up or just giving waist up. And I needed mm. to see the full look. Full look was everything. Um, who else looked really great to me? Um Cara Delevingne, another daughter of Carl. I loved her look. Um, the men all looked fab. Did. The men all looked amazing. Tyka. Um, <clears throat> I like Puff's situation. You know, his cape was homage to um Andre Leon's Andre Leon. Yeah. Um, Usher looked great. Um, Fish from Atlanta looked great. Fish from Atlanta um, is next. The I don't know the young, frail gentleman that kind of looked like Timothy Chalamet. It wasn't Tim, but it was somebody who looked just like him. Fab. Every, I mean, the men looked great. I love uh -huh. that Cardi gave four outfits in one night. Live for it. I live for Cardi. She could do no wrong. Um, And I did like Carisha's look, but then when I saw her after party look, I was like, oh no, her red carpet was nothing compared to the after party look. And I wish she would have worn the after party look to the actual gala. Can we pause for the cause and talk about Diddy and Carisha? Because didn't they break up? Yeah, but that don't mean he can't still take her to the Met. I mean, it was very much so given, but you still my day to this, right? Yes. Like, like I'm still going, right? Yeah, because I would not have been. I'm not missing that because we're not fucking right now. Right. I just like, I feel the, like they're genuinely friends. Like I, I feel too. like they're actually genuinely real friends. Yeah. Because y'all only deal with people just to be dealing and hunching. Y'all don't. Y'all don't have a foundation. Oh, is that it? <laughs> I like the night that they had overall. Like. 
Diddy's Coke Sweats, uh, the introduction of Sean John as a couturier, I guess, again, Carisha looking bomb on the carpet and off, the Vogue behind the scenes-ness of it all. Like, I just like the moment that she's having because she's not the girl that you expect to have this. Mm-hmm. And that's like, not only important for a lot of people to see, but kind of rewarding for me as a person like rooted in ghetto to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> and one thing I love about Carisha is she really don't take none of this stuff for granted. And she genuinely be like happy, humble, just being like, oh my God, like I'm so excited. I'm so happy. This feels great. I'm so glad I was able to go. I was glad I was invited. Like she's just a gracious doll. And I mm-hmm. feel like that are gracious are always getting blessed. Yeah, for sure. And then after they had this whole like weekend in New York, like they've been pictured catching the train together. They were talking to Dapper Dan, Diddy in the street being just an old head and she just smiling. Like it's just cute to me. I, I, feel, like I feel like she still wakes up and be like, I can't believe this is my life. Yep, same. I think so too. And I like that she. I don't know. Like, she's been interviewing very well. She seems like she's having a ball. I just am, am, I'm enjoying living vicariously through the life that I think that she deserves and watching her have it. It's cute. She looked bomb in a New York fitted, the Yankees fitted with the crop top, tank top, fur coat down to the floors. Like, you look bomb. What's going on? <laughs> oh, well. Oh. I'm- I just love that she literally looked like a Chanel bag at the after party. And yeah, then had, I, instead I of the like double CC, she just had the, it was a CG for City Girls. I love City Girls, yeah, I actually really thought, I thought that that was everything. She photographs well. Like, I'm just, I'm really into it right now. <laughs> for, like, for her, for all, yeah. Um, Doja is the troll of the world, and I live. She said, I am Choupette, hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all know who Choupette is, that's um, Carl Lagerfeld cat. <laughs> and he left like, all his money to in the will. Her and Jared Leto literally came as the cat. I love that. <laughs> like Jared Leto is literally the cat. Like, he's crazy. Those pictures of him at Aubrey Plaza, like, passing around the cat head. <laughs> Everybody has a ball at the mat. When's our invite coming in the mail? Oh, okay. So... I didn't even know who the cat was until I saw the cat pull a vape out. I was like, bitch, that's Doja Cat. <laughs> Cause mama is going to vape if she don't do nothing else. I really want to sit her down and talk about this vape situation because Doll did have to sit down and sit out of tours because of throatness. So right, I'm just I'm like, like, why would she still be vaping? Yeah, it's weird, but I mean Azealia Banks took up for her and said, nicotine addiction is a hard one to kick. I don't, I want everybody on the internet to stop conflating timelines because people are trying to make it seem like Doja Cat is getting banned from the Met because she was smoking. But you can't smoke inside of the gallery. The Met Gala steps red carpet situation is literally outside still. So (laughs) she was fine to smoke there. And Bella Hadid, unk ass, has been invited annually and be caught pictured smoking in the bathroom and also annually. So I'm just like, Doja's fine. Her interview with Emma 
literally is an invitation back because the mat lives for a spectacle and Doja didn't even say no word. She was meowing the whole time. She'll be fine. <laughs> but the internet don't know time and time is now a construct because of COVID. So Azealia Banks just saw some clickbait headlines and started going off in favor of Doja, which I still like. So I'm fine with it. Be nice to the girls because you don't usually. We talked about Cardi. She went off. Cardi was one of my favorites. Yeah, I like because the, the detail of it really. Mm -hmm. Colin really understands her. Like that team that mm -hmm. she got do not play. I also saw a picture of like the gag outfit of her walking out of the Carlisle in the pink mm -hmm. was an outfit that Carl's date had one time. And her outfit on the red carpet was an outfit that Carl had on one time, like an interpretation of it. So she was I saw that, but I didn't get what they were trying to say because her dress didn't look, like that. didn't look nothing like Lily Depp's dress at all. It's her interpretation. I don't think that that's what it meant to be. But that picture is so random. I feel like the internet made that up to try to make something because that's not even an iconic photo. It's a random picture of him and Lily Depp. Yeah, I think that it's cute that people be faking us out and wearing one thing to get in the car and change in the car. My favorite. Like, I would definitely do that. When Rihanna came out in that fur coat and lingerie and people was over it because it was like, this can't be what she's wearing with this real hair. And then <laughs> she actually turned into a camellia flower egg. I liked it. <laughs> I know a lot of people had a lot to say about it because it's not on par with her usual, but there's actually, and we need to talk about this. There's two very iconic Rihanna Met Gala looks that have gotten her deemed the one to watch every year at the Met. There's like seven that nobody paid attention to for real, for real, for real. <laughs> but now everybody's like, oh, she's not doing it like she usually does. No, y'all still compare everything that she wear to that Guao Pei look or the Catholicism look. Before that, y'all ain't had nothing to say. Because the Comme de Garçon, fabric everywhere, all over the place, ball of yarn look outfit was fab. And it's not one of her tops to the fashion girls. Anyway, <laughs> I can't get started on Rihanna and fashion because I think that, I don't know. It's just really, it's a really convoluted conversation. People let her get away with a lot. And then people also don't let her get away with nothing. And I be over both. <laughs> I mean, I I like the egg for what it was. When she took the egg off and she had that Walmart, Kmart dress on, that's uh -oh. when she lost me. Oh. It was ill-fitting. Boobs was flying everywhere. I was like, this is not... No. <laughs> it's not what you're expecting. It's not what you're used to. It's not what you came for. I didn't like it, so... I don't know, Rihanna. But to be fair, she don't dress as good as she used to since she been with Rocky. That's the <laughs> truth. She don't. Let's keep it a bean. Yes, you're not wrong. And Rocky, to me, used to be one of the best dressed niggas in the industry. And he's been slumming a little bit, too. I think that they look no, very... still look bomb to me. She be looking like the bottom of a shoe. But <laughs> he be dressed bomb every time. I have yet to have a note. Like, even at the Met, I liked his outfit better than hers. And i that's crazy to say, because why would I say that? But it's true. 
<laughs> Why would she say that? I'm trying to like gather my thoughts because there's some like inflammatory things being said here. So I agree that Rihanna's style has changed since Rocky and again since baby number one. Who name we still don't know, so I'll just be calling him Happy Baby. <laughs> Rocky still be looking good, but it, he do certain stuff that just get on my nerves. Oh, he's a very annoying person, but it's because he's from New York. Men from New York are annoying. Oh, I don't even mean in action, because I'm still on the fence about... Y'all know that I'm the problematic person. His antics at the Carlisle, storming through that line and mushing that girl so that he could jump over the fence... That is in bad taste because you literally could have just walked through the front. Literally. That's one. But him saying little funny looking ass is funny to me. So like I'm on like I'm a ghetto nigga from DC. I talk like that. I would probably be in the headlines just as much as him, if not more, for the shit that I say on my mouth, because I'ma get a laugh off. I mean, it's bad, but it's true. He's still needs to have some coups and like do things with a little bit more decorum because of the stature that he is at and because of the relationship that he is in. So I can't fully be on either side because I definitely laughed when I heard him say that, but I also was like, Oh, why would he do that to that girl? <laughs> yeah. Men from New York always need to cause a scene. And it's like, are y'all that boring? Men from New York are that boring. Yeah, Stephanie hates them. It's not that I hate them. It's just, I just don't like men that, um, that force the vibe. Like, men from New York, first of all, they are, they have big main character energy. And so if you're in a room and it's a ton of guys from New York and they're all just trying to one up each other in like who is going to take up the most space in the room, it's just annoying and it gives low self-esteem. Mm. I don't like it. Cause because if you really him, you don't have to do no antics. You just can walk in the room silently and not never say nothing. If you really him. If you really him is funny. I don't disagree, and I am equally annoyed by native New Yorkers, but as a Libra, <laughs> and as a person who definitely gives main character energy, like, I give I give main character energy, period, but when I'm alone, I'm not, to me, I'm not doing anything ever, but I'm sure to other people, it gives doing a lot, just like in life, just like by breathing. So I sympathize a smidge, but at the same time, I feel like he is annoying and ridiculous, and I don't think that I am annoying and ridiculous. I'm probably more ridiculous than annoying, though. But it's like if you're, like, when you be, like, going on your dancing sprees or whatever, when you be out, it's like music is on and you just dance hard. Oh, yeah. I thought you was about to call me the, the dancing gorilla man. <laughs> No, ew. <laughs> I don't think so, I, like, you can, I can deal with that. It's like, oh, he's just coming to have a good time. And Ugh. you get that energy like, oh, he came to have a good time. But Rocky, when he do stuff, it's I'm trying to be seen. I'm trying yeah. to make a moment. Yeah, I do. And that's that's the difference. And I think that 
in Libra and in New York, it's like a double whammy for him. Mm. Because in all honesty, he could have made a mistake and then tried to make it a moment. Because I still don't understand the logic behind not just going through the front. Them sprinters weren't blocking anything. You could have went through the front. So I feel like he did some dumb shit and was either trying to sneak his friend in or, I don't know, it could have been anything. And then he realized that he fucked up and had to bust through all of the people and jump the fence. His friend didn't follow him over there, though. So someone in the group has common sense. It just be like the disregard for other humans. Like, my main character energy is wrapped up literally in me. <laughs> I feel like his main character energy affects other people. And that's not okay. <laughs> That's at least that's how I justify it. I don't know. Because in my mind, main character energy is the type of thing that everyone should have if it's not harming anyone else. Like, if this is my story, of course I'm the fucking main character. I'm not gonna be the sidekick in my story. Like my life is my story. You get what I'm saying? So I don't know. I have weird and mixed feelings about the, the term, but I don't have weird and mixed feelings about ASAP Rocky. He'd be wrong. <laughs> he do. It's just like you're a father of two. <laughs> like father in the home. <laughs> like you a father in the home and you acting the same age as the child. And the child don't do nothing but smile and laugh with that talk out. Love. That Have kid is no love, and I love that. Yeah. What we supposed to be talking about? Cause we are spirals. The mat, we were still oh. on task. <laughs> I mean, but that was the last bullet point on the mat for me. Overall, to me, because I don't think that most of the group chat even shared this sentiment, this theme was the most well-recepted. It seemed like for whoever they were and their distinct interpretation, at least no one was confused. It didn't look like anyone just completely got it wrong, whether you like what they had on or not. Whereas previous years, what, like even the American trailblazing year, like people was coming dressed as cotton for slavery. People was coming dressed in American designers and wearing literally whatever they wanted to. It's been a little misconstrued. But this year it was like, oh, boom, Carl Lagerfeld, black and white. Oh, boom, gray hair. Oh, boom, bow tie, leather, like quilted flowers. Like it, it just, everybody had something that was a semblance of it made sense. And I like that. And I think that they might need to visit themes like this a little bit more so it's not confusing to the girls. Everybody not an artiste. <laughs> you know what? who else I forgot to mention? Tiana. Bomb. She had to hop up them steps, but bomb. Her hopping <laughs> up the steps had me crying. She looked so good. I know I said the Tom Brown girls, but I want to specifically call her out. Yeah. She gets it right for me just in life, though. Like, Tiana Taylor really is that tall. <laughs> she dresses better than most. On a just going out to pick up her kids type. <laughs> like she just be dressed to me. And she's a gay man. So I live for that too. She I said that somebody was like, somebody retweeted her video, like her interview with Lala, where she was like, see the little ponytail, get in, shades, get in, body out, get in. And I was like, a gay man. I love her so much. People are still retweeting that right now. It's been 10 days. 
Make us famous. Wow. I live for I live for her. Happy for her success. Happy for the interview with Angie Martinez. Like she's just on a wave that I really appreciate. And she looked bomb. And now I kind of want to mullet. <laughs> it did look chic. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, like if I was to ever cut my hair again, it would need to give something like that. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more tapered on the side. I don't know. I'll think about it. <sighs> but hair by. Yeah, I'm not cutting his hair. It's really no shade. <laughs> no shade with it. No shade with it. <laughs> okay, a song. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to make it longer. Um, but overall, overall to me, it was a great night. There were a lot more people that looked bomb that we're probably missing out on. I want to give a big shout out to Sunny for the boots that Alton Mason had on. Love the work and craftsmanship that was put into that. I really want to know what the conversations were like between him and Lil Nas X. Y'all know how I feel about Lil Nas X. I love him and I would like a kiss, but he got to stop playing. I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like it. I didn't. No, I didn't like it. No. Sorry. <laughs> great songs, great music, but the antics be antic and I'll be over it. <laughs> I'm actually sad about it. Well, wow. I love that Alton talks like he talks. That was everything. Oh yeah, he talked black boot. Yeah, live for the voice. His um, he looked like Queen of the Damned at the after party. I also love that. <laughs> Queen. I love it. Give like vent me out. I don't know. After parties, the after party dolls look good. Kiki Palmer. Her her body is like unreal, but the outfit she look like Oprah, and not in a shady way. But Oprah has worn that, has had that hair and worn that dress at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like a young girl shouldn't have the same aesthetic as Oprah. Even though Oprah is the doll and look good all the time. I just, you know. So if we had to end the conversation on, yeah, because I didn't want to, I don't, I don't want to acknowledge this. <laughs> if we had to end the conversation on your top picks, who is it? I got Anne Hathaway as at least one of mine. See, okay, Anne Hathaway dress was bomb, but Anne Hathaway face don't match the outfits that she wear. It throws me <laughs> off severely. What do that mean? Anne Hathaway looks like Maywell in the face. So when she wears anything that's not Maywell looking, it looks strange. Because her face don't give fashion, girl. Her face give... Regular white. Not even... It gives, you know that white girl that live in New York that wear flats to work? With, <laughs> with, the, like, with, like, with the bag that's shaped like a never full, but it's not a never full. It's just black. <laughs> that's how her face looks. So when she wears something stylish, it just don't match. But that dress was everything. That dress was everything. The Achi was everything. And like, that was what I thought was the most impeccable part of it. Versace... And Chanel don't give the same thing. Mm -hmm. So for Versace to make something that close to what a Chanel give is and still inherently look like their own brand, craftsmanship, everything. Like them ateliers will make a dress, mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. Yeah, that, the slutty boucle garment, I loved it. I want one. Lived. She was definitely up there for me. I need a close-up of Janelle Monet's shoe. 
Like, we loved all of the Tom Brown dolls, but Janelle Monet, it'd be giving antics sometimes. Oh, well, she was anticking that night. Yeah, and I'd be like, mm. So, I also feel like, like, how does Gaga feel? Because Gaga did the whole, like, strip on the runway, red carpet. Gaga don't feel no ways because she knows she the girl. Fair. Would you feel the way if the if the if a lesser doll <laughs> Would you feel a way if a lesser doll full stop is funny? <laughs> Would you feel a way? I don't be feeling no way. And the people be yeah. trying to be me, so would have felt a way by now. Didn't. <laughs> if you was gonna feel a way by now. You would never, ever, never, ever get it. Yeah. Well, happy Matt Dolls. That was cute. We'll be there next year. <laughs> Come on, we'll be. You got to speak things into his existence. Manifest destiny. Well, my number one favorite is um, probably Asia in the Tom Brown. Asia in the Tom Brown. Like, ate everybody for the night, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure that someone is going to have a problem with us calling people by their nationality, but it's funny. <laughs> it's really, really funny, actually. Sora Choi. Sickening. Or Sora Schwa. I'm not sure which one it is, and I'm not sure who Daw is, but <laughs> one the night. Is the night. Was the night. Took the night. <laughs> this is New York. These are the beats. Welcome on West 4th Street. Okay. <laughs> I also, like, all of the Tom Brown dolls, really, if you just group them up, they kind of killed it. Oh, did. Absolutely. Jenny Ortega thousand. coming in there looking like a Chanel Pirate to the Caribbean. Doll world. <laughs> she said, I am Wednesday Adams now and forever. Tiana Taylor ate it. Pusha T, I would wear that suit, actually. Style by Stokes. Style by Stokes. Live for that too. And Tom Brown got a cheat code because his man is like creative something for the Met. So it's like, oh, do all of these dolls for me. <laughs> do all of these dolls is funny. I love that. But yeah, had a ball watching it from home. I think I want Janelle Monet's shoe. I just no, the shoe is cute. And honestly, I like the sheer crinoline. I just hate the way that she was like holding it up. Like, girl, drop it. Like, shut <laughs> up. Drop it. Everything don't gotta be an antic. I live for her, so I be mad when she do stuff like that. It's like you keep know. telling her body looked bomb. She was being extra and was on a, on some table at a after party in a in a two-piece bathing suit, but the body looked good, so I couldn't be mad. The body did look good. Um, she was she hosted that party, and she got Keitronada to DJ. That was everything. He was like a special guest or whatever. Michaela Cole. Hey. Oh, yeah, Michaela Cole is probably my favorite. I just can't publicly say she's my number one because she's not a... Uh, we have... There's... I, there's yeah. been... I was told some notes. Um, but her and Anak are were the black girls of the night. I, yeah, and I, I would I, Anak wasn't my favorite, but really, uh, Anak was my top three. Mm-mm. That dress Anak. was everything, and she looked like a pile of grease. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely looked like she got dunked at Aquaphor, and I live for that. 
but it was too many dolls that looked nice for me to put her in my top three. She had the best dress. Like, no, like to me, like she had the best garment. Asia garment was just the best for me because it was referential and how she was giving it up. Yeah. But in terms of who had the best garment, if I'm just putting garment first, I like Anox. And I like putting garment first. That's my daily. But Put that garment first. Bye, Jaheem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reserve some of the commentary, but Michaela Cole cheekbones could cut through fucking glass. I live for that lady. She's gorgeous. <laughs> somebody had some this is like very sidebar but somebody was like since we can't I'm a cackle <laughs> Twitter was going off because they was like if you don't like Michaela Cole's face you're anti-black like they were like black girls who don't appreciate this revel of beauty are self-hating blah 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 and in my mind I wanted to chime in and be like the doctor ate the, the work but, like, let's not be too deep because Mechanical literally got the best surgeon in the industry. That's that the thing. Is, when everybody be trying to talk about her, I'm like, that's not even her birth face. Like, she don't look like that for real. <laughs> that doll did what she had to do, and she is probably top two faces of a new face. Like, <laughs> who the top who the other top two face on Drake <laughs> like not, if, no if you look at the before and afters of the dolls they their transitions Dude. I can't I include my transition oh my god shut up <laughs> I can't include a Beyonce a Sierra a Holly because like everybody gets a good nose job, right? Mm -hmm. But they like reworked their entire facial structure for the day. <laughs> like, how the fuck did y'all do that? Y'all look bomb. Michaela Cole forever got my vote for that because she knew exactly what to do. She said, I would have like this and this eats it. But yeah. I mean, we could go on about the Met forever, so maybe we should take a break and come back with now playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
Stylings by none other than the doll. Hey, what's he giving? And now, I think it's time for us to talk about nail playing. Oof, what you were listening to? Because music is what? Out. Hello. Amir Obi just dropped a new project. And when I tell you, I really haven't been listening to nothing else. It is hits on there. He has this song with Party Next Door. I'm a very big Party Next Door fan, and I have, like, been in a famine of beauty. And the beauty is Party Next Door music. And Amir Obi kind of falls into the void of that. Like, it's him, Party Next Door, and Black. Trifecta. Love it. He's got some hits that I like. We talked about Miguel a little bit earlier. I really like his new single, Give It To Me. Very interested to see what his new shit is about to sound like. I'm a really big Miguel fan. I just don't talk about it a lot because lately, <laughs> keep me honest, doll. Because <laughs> you talk about Gwelly to like it's your job, <laughs> and the people don't know that it's not. Apparently, <laughs> I talked about him before, but not in a now playing. It's this new guy named Jordan Ward. He has a bonus track on his album with. Joyce Rice, the doll. And I finally listened to his entire album. I am really interested in this boy. I don't even know how to categorize him because it's a little bit Steve Lacey. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit Black. It's a a little bit Frank Ocean. Mm. But with like faster BPMs. Like Faster, at least at times when they would not. <laughs> because, you know, Stephanie think that the girls have put you to sleep. And I'd be like, oh, this is my shit. But his music got a little bit more kick to it. And it just seems happier than, than the darkness of everybody else I named. Mm. <laughs> I really enjoy him. He's good. I actually started listening to him hardcore because a friend to the show, Jess, she was like, oh, my God, I love him. And I was like, I kind of do, too. So I get it. <laughs> but other than that, I've kind of just been revisiting all things Catronada. I think his Coachella set really just got me out my seat to the point where I'm like, all right, well, where the beats at? He got a remix of Dua Lipa's. It's either physical or levitate. I think it's levitate. I had never heard that shit before. Ron played it for me. I've been on the stairmaster working. Oh my God. That is a song. <laughs> Now wearing the master out. <laughs> Listen, the climber said, "Climb me." <laughs> and then we talked about her at length on the show too. Amaka, I finally said it right. <sighs> Try not to get canceled out here in these streets. That song is song of the summer. Like I, I have yet to hear it out. But when I do, I'm going to lose it. We already talked about how I'm a dancing doll. Like, it's giving clear the floor. <laughs> it's no shade. 
Can't stop, won't stop, Rockefeller Records. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love the Miguel um, record. Sorry, were you done though? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you fine. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> um, I definitely love the Miguel record. It came out the night I got back from um, Mac Ayers. So, um, you know, listening to that when I got in the house, I was like, oh, this is a vibe. Yeah. I didn't go back to it because I've been having a like crazy, I immediately left in the morning and was in D.C. and then came back to feeling it's been a lot going on this week. But I will be replaying it because it is good. And Amaka, I play it all the time. And it's so crazy because... I've been also binging Keitra, but it's like I'll play the Amaka song, but then it's like now I gotta play the Keitra Nada remix of Wild Side, and now I gotta play Keitra Nada and Mick Jenkins' Water, whatever the name of the song is, or whatever the name of that song is. Mm-hmm. I know what um, you're So it's like I can't just play one Keitra Nada song. And I wanna say something to the DJs that might be listening. Okay, here she go. <laughs> Are you gonna tell them to play K Tramine? Because that in the in the in the world where there's so much K Tranada music out, y'all can leave the Tedra Moses and the Janet Jackson if remixes to the wind. They don't even compare to the music he makes now. They don't even mm. sound like the music he makes now. Mm. So stop playing it, please. And I mean, don't sit up here and talk about, oh, I can't play this because uh, I can't play this other songs. People don't know the songs. People know Wild Side, so play the Wild Side remix. Yeah. I heard a mix don't today. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I heard a mix today of Wild Side, the original Wild Side, with Beyonce's All Up In Your Mind, and it was kind of flames. And y'all know, mashup community is very hit or miss today. Yeah. And I'd be over it. It'd be more misses than hits. But that one kind of did something. It was that stripper pole boy that I'd be sending you to make the pretty lines. <laughs> Send it to me. I want to hear it. Yeah, we'll do. And then, before we leave Katra, this Amine Katranada collaboration, whatever situation, give it to me and inject it in my veins, please. Like, it's about to twirl. The end. Period. Um, I really don't be paying I'm gonna no mind, but I'm gonna check it, this album out because he does seem like a fun young man and I like the way he dressed. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> Y'all know I'm shallow. Shallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my neo listening, um, Amaria. Oh, <laughs> that's it for you. So her song "Secrets" was on my like. You know how every week Spotify, um, and iTunes be like new songs for the week. Mm-hmm. It was on there on both platforms. I was like, oh, I really like this song a lot, and I knew one Amaria song before then. So I was like, okay. So she got two for two with me. And then the project drop, every single song is a banger. I don't skip no songs. I love the opening track with Destin Conrad. The project is just solid all around the board. I love, love, love Amaria's new album. Um, and I don't remember, actually, not, I don't remember. I haven't listened to full projects before this, so I don't know if it always gave a kind of breathy Sabrina Claudio vibe. Um, but I like that she doesn't she does it on this project. Like it just really works. I liked all the songs. 
Baby Rose also dropped last Friday. I know a lot of people be saying she sound like a haunted house, but I'm sorry. I live for Baby Rose. She was a haunted house of R&B, and I'm going to go up in there, and um, like it's Halloween every time. Like, I love Baby Rose. I love this album. The song Love Bomb is my everything. Dance With Me, everything. I love Baby Rose's album. Um... So that's what I've been on. And then, of course, I was playing a bunch of Mac to, like, prep for the concert. Um, but I've really been... Them two albums, been I've been playing nothing but those back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back to back, um, while I was in D.C. and since I've been back home in Philly, so. Music is out. Music keep is out. So I think I sent it to you on Instagram, but Duran is randomly learning how to be a DJ. Oh, I love it. I kind of love that too, because I'm definitely going to retire on the Amalfi Coast as a DJ. It's no shade. With great dreads down to my knees. So, he played a salt song that I'd never heard of before called Why, 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 that made me want to get in, get in, get in, get in, get in. Like, <laughs> I think I need to revisit them. So, that'll be, we'll report back next episode, but it's some stuff out that I need to check out. Hmm. Music and is then, out. Um, Artists are busy and y'all yeah. ears should be too because it's a lot of good stuff that's coming out. Is Jesse Ware just dropped too. I need to get into her. Oh yeah, I need to listen to Gay Agenda. <laughs> it's definitely Gay Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> it's more I think that she's gonna stick with this disco wave. Yeah, I think so too. She she know she know who butters her bread. What? It's true. That's what all old people say. You know who butters is bread. That's funny, because I never heard that before. It must be a Philly thing. Old white people say that. Oh. I was about to say, old black is old black everywhere. I think old black people might say it too, but it's like, who you know who butters your bread. Like, you know who's paying your bills. Mm-hmm. The it's G and the B and the T. One time for the one time. <laughs> one time for the one time. I think that might be it. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I don't know. I've been. I I kind of want to make a disco playlist, so I will get into this Jesse Ware. Maida got a new song out I like too that I need to listen to a couple more times before I bring it to the forefront of the cast. <laughs> There's some stuff out. There's like a chopped and screwed version of "Touch It" by The Division that I really like. Like. It's just a bunch of Lucy's that's out that I'm like, oh yeah, let's talk. I love a loose. <laughs> Lucy LaDuca. I'm screaming. <laughs> well, work. Hey y'all. Hi y'all. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted the key and cackle, so that's what this was giving. Yeah. Y'all like when we do that, so you know. <laughs> Hashtag y'all like. Well, that was another episode for the books. 98, two more till 100 dollies. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Yeah, I'm going to go take a shot. Happy Cinco. <laughs> a shot. Boom. And short. Wow.
no stranger, stranger. Talk to me nice. Talk to me nice.